Greetings and salutations, everyone. My name is Allie, and welcome to Into the Movie Talk. So, before anything, we have plenty of fun topics to talk about today. We have three, actually, which are um, Spider-Man 3, the HBO Max deal, which is, oh my god, it's such a mess, and the Disney Investors Day, which is a pretty, pretty exciting news right? But before we do that, since this is the very first podcast, you guys are like, who is this person talking to me? And why, why would I, why should I listen to her? So I am actually a business and communication student. Um, and I'm going to graduate in May. Uh, also I have a YouTube channel called talk with Ali. I do trailer reactions. I also love talking about theme parks. The reason why I created this podcast is pretty much to dig in deeper into movie talk haha you see uh that's the name of my podcast anyways yeah so i just wanted to dig in deeper and i wanted to you know um talk more about what's going on behind the scenes and i feel like this is more than just a five minute video right so i actually moved that section of my youtube channel to this podcast you know, because I can actually talk for longer. You guys can listen to me on a road trip. You guys can listen to me while I'm doing, you're doing chores. Not me, you. So let's get into our very first topic, which is Spider-Man 3. And I'll summarize it a little bit for those who don't really know what's going on. Spider-Man 3 is going to be the biggest Spider-Man movie ever. Ever. Even bigger than Into the Spider-Verse. And here is why. Let me just say, you need to watch WandaVision when it comes on Disney+. Plus, Because that is going to start the multiverse in the MCU. Which is actually going to lead to Spider-Man 3. Which is going to have its multiverse slash Spider-Verse. And then, it's going to lead to Doctor Strange. More multiverse stuff. Whatever. So, what makes this movie so big? People have been asking for a Spider-Verse movie. And we're finally going to get it. But how are we going to get it? We are probably going to get all three Spider-Mans. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland in one scene. In one shot. And that is amazing. Now, here are the people who are confirmed to be in Spider-Man 3. It's going to be Kristen Dunst. Emma Stone, Andrew Garfield, Alfred Molina, and Jamie Foxx. All of them are going to be in Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland and the rest of the cast. The only one that hasn't been confirmed is actually Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, apparently, according to YouTubers who have really, really great sources, he is still in negotiations. But paparazzi caught him going into a fitting. Is that fitting, you know, <laughs> for Spider-Man? I'm actually, I, I feel like, yeah, he's not confirmed, but he's going to be. Or we might be surprised when we watch this movie, which is going to be late 2021, December 2021. Now. We got the summary out of the way and let's get into my thoughts.
So here we go. I am super hyped for this movie. I don't know if my hype for this movie is bigger than Endgame. <laughs> I don't even know. It might be or it might be the same level. But I'm worried about one thing. Is it the right time for them to do a Spider-Verse? Especially this way. You know, um, there hasn't, I feel that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is amazing. I feel like he's, you know, you might disagree with me and that's fine. That's what makes this world awesome. We can disagree with each other. But I feel that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man there is. Stan Lee even said, this is what I thought of when I wrote Spider-Man. Okay. This type of Spider-Man movie is made for a very big finale. Or, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be a finale. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying at all. Usually when they make the biggest whatever movie... Is because it's like a grand finale. Like, for example, Endgame was the finale of, you know, a lot of characters for the MCU, which is Captain America, um, Tony Stark. And, I mean, it's not really Black Widow, but it was her end. So the next phases are going to be focusing on other characters. But I feel that when it comes to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. All the focus is not on Peter Parker. It's actually on Tony Stark. And it's all about um, Peter Parker depending on Tony Stark. And we finally, when it came to Spider-Man Far From Home, we finally got, you know, like, okay, Tony Stark is gone. And at the very end, it's like, okay, he can do this by himself with, you know, Stark Industry, you know, technology, but still. But we didn't actually get to see it. And now he has a movie focusing on, you know, like all the attention is now on these other Spider-Mans. And not just that. That's not the only thing happening. We have Doctor Strange being Peter Parker's mentor. I don't like that. <laughs> I You may disagree with me, and that is totally fine. But I don't like the fact that he has a mentor. I just want him to grow up. That's all. I want him to think for himself, make mistakes on his own, and learn. Because he... If you, I mean, obviously, you guys have seen Tobey Maguire's movies and... You know, even Andrew Garfield. Peter Parker has a life. A, a very active superhero life. Post high school. And like, they don't want to take him out of high school for some reason. Because that's, I feel like after high school, that's when everything gets more interesting, you know. And yeah, like, I think that's my only problem. Is it the right time? I just really haven't seen that character development for Peter Parker because he depended so much on Tony Stark. And now we're already going to have another mentor. And now we're already going to have the biggest Spider-Man movie. 
even though like I get it it has to do with the multiverse it connects WandaVision and Doctor Strange but still it's I mean it's more about the timing that's what I have a problem with but again don't get me wrong I feel like this is going to be amazing and even though I am complaining I shouldn't be complaining because this feel like this is what we've been asking for, right? We've been like, oh, we want to see all three Spider-Man in one shot and <laughs> we're going to get it. And then I'm just here like, but already? <laughs> I want, I just, here's my thing. I want to make sure we keep seeing Tom Holland as Spider-Man. There's so much to explore. Now, you know what? We have Charlie Cox coming back. He's going to be playing Daredevil again in Spider-Man. And he's going to actually be playing Tom Holland's, you know, uh, Peter Parker's lawyer. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, But yeah, can that lead to a older Peter Parker where he faces Kingpin? Is that going to lead to Felicia Hardy as Black Cat? Which, I mean, I doubt it, but that's something I would like to see. Anyways, but that is the only thing I have to really say. It's I know it's a lot, but still, um, I'm really excited though. I am super excited. I just want to see how it turns out. Um, but yeah, and that is it um, for the very first topic. Now, let's get into our second topic, which is actually the HBO Max controversy. Let me just tell you guys, this is a huge mess. Definitely a huge mess. Because it's not just the fact that they're sending all of the 2021 movie slots to HBO Max. It's everything that is going on behind the scenes when it comes to communication, contracts, etc. So, yes, they are sending all of the 2021 movie slots to HBO Max and movie theaters. And people think that is literally the only thing that directors are actually upset about. But there's more to the story. And here I am, I'm going to explain it in the most simple way possible. So, when Warner Brothers and AT&T actually decided to do this for Wonder Woman 84. Th- so, okay, before, before that, these kinds of movies, you know, blockbuster films... In their contract, it says, if you make more than this amount of money in the box office, you guys get a $10 million bonus. And so, what Warner Brothers did was, with Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot, they said the following. Hey, we're just going to pretend you guys made this amount of money and you guys automatically get the 10 million dollars so of course you know Gal Gadot Patty Jenkins are gonna be like of course we're so happy we're so excited blah 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 but then a few weeks later they announce all of the movies from 2021 are going to HBO Max and how that's going to work is it's going to be on HBO Max for 30 days for a full month and then after that full month it's going you know away obviously and it's going to vod um you can also watch it in 
movie theaters if you want to have that movie theater experience. Um, but in order to watch it from, you know, HBO Max, you have to be an HBO Max subscriber. So what they're trying to do is get those numbers up and that way they can get money back for those movies. Because if they send it to movie theaters, I mean, look at Tenet. I mean, come on, it's it's pretty bad. So anyways, the thing about these directors, James Gunn, Denis Villanueva, did I say it right? I don't know. We'll find out. They will, you know, and the rest of the directors are not going to get that bonus. Let me say it again. That bonus that Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot got, they're not going to get it. Only Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are going to get those bonuses. You're talking about James Gunn. You're talking about Margot Robbie. You're talking about Denis Villanueva. You're talking about Keanu Reeves. Keanu freaking Reeves is not going to get that bonus for Matrix 4. Man, are they upset. <laughs> They're super upset. Now, I understand why they're upset. They also found out, like, just, I don't know if it was the same day or a few days before, but they were not consulted about the HBO Max deal, which I think it's wrong on Warner Brothers AT&T Spart. Like, I feel that they should have been consulted about this. Now, here's, here's where I'm like, really? So the person who spoke up publicly was Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan went all the way to the point to say it's the worst streaming service. HBO Max is the worst streaming service. Here is my problem with that. We are in this mess. Well, Warner Brothers is in this mess because of Christopher Nolan. Because Christopher Nolan, when we still didn't know how to, you know, uh, handle the situation, especially with cinema, he was like, I want my movie out. Now, I want it in movie theaters. I want, to, I want it to be the first movie to come out during a pandemic. Blah, 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 blah. That was in July. And then they postponed it to August. And Mulan was supposed to be released during that same time. But Disney was smart enough to say, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to do premiere access. But that's a different story. We don't know if that actually worked or not. But you know, movie theaters could have been worse, but whatever. Now, here's the thing. Here's where I have a problem. He got so cocky to the point where he said, I don't not, I don't want my movie, Tenet, to be in drive-in theaters either. He did not want his movie to be in drive-in theaters because he, he was like, this is all about the movie theater experience. It has to be, it has to be, it has to be. But I also want it to be the first one to come out. I don't want it to be delayed anymore. 
the studio, Warner Brothers, suffered because of that. Because of that. Because of Christopher Nolan. Like, here's what people don't understand. Christopher Nolan got paid. The studio is the one that lost money. So it wasn't really, you, you know, you see why I'm kind of upset. The fact that Christopher Nolan is the one to, to call this streaming service the worst streaming service. Dude, we're here because of you. And I, listen, I get it. Like, at least he was brave enough to do it. And like that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he took the risk. He took the risk not just for Warner Brothers, but for other studios. And hey, it didn't work. And that's fine. Just leave it at that. But don't go in there and say, oh, thank God my film wasn't part of this HBO Max mess. Dude, your film lost money. I get it's all about the art, but in order to make art, we gotta make money. <laughs> we can't make art without money. So then, Dune director Denis Villanueva, he also criticized um, Warner Brothers. But this time, it's more about like, you guys, thanks to this HBO Max deal, we are not going to, we're probably not going to have a franchise. And like, this is the thing, like, directors don't understand. I get it. Listen, I get it. I am all for movie theaters. But right now, doctors are saying movie theaters are not safe. No matter how, um, no matter all the precautions that movie theaters take place, you know, like you have to be wearing a mask, social distancing, people don't obey, like, they don't obey orders most of the time. They take off their mask. You are in, you, you are indoor with AC on and all it takes is one person to pull down their mask. That is it. I don't feel comfortable going to a movie theater. And if you do, fine, like, that's fine. But I don't. And plenty of other people, you know, when you see the box office numbers for Tenet, you can see there are plenty of people who are not feeling safe. I would have gone to watch Tenet, but I didn't because I don't want to. Because doctors are saying it's not a good idea. You know, it, you can't push it off because first you'll lose money. You'll also, you know, you won't have a date for it. That's the only way. If anything, Dennis, with all due respect, I don't think you're ever going to listen to this. But if you do, dude, Warner Brothers is actually trying to save you. Oh, wow. I actually hit my mic. Okay. And it just, it's, it's really hard for me to understand why I get the art I get the movie theater experience, but at this point, the only ones that can save the movie theater is the federal government with a stimulus bill that would include movie theaters. And that's a sad truth. I'm all for movie theaters. So I don't believe it's going to be the end of movie theaters. It's just going to be a really rocky year for them. Unfortunately, but it is what it is. 
sadly. I hate saying it that way. And we have to go through this idea of the streaming service. Because at least they're making money. And that money, you know, they're going to be making money through subscriptions. And that money can go towards these movies. These franchises. Wonder Woman 3. I don't know. Who knows? Another Suicide Squad movie. I don't know. So, we'll see. That is my opinion. I think the communication process for Warner Brothers was trash. I think directors need to need to sit down and understand. I know they're they might be in a, in a little bit of a shock, right? And I would understand that, but I don't think it's okay to go public and to shade who you're working for. If I did that, <laughs> if I did that to like with who I'm working right now, I would be fired, fired. So that's why I think it's a little bit inappropriate, but I don't know. Now let's go into our final topic. Our final topic is actually one that is really exciting. It's just, I feel like I won't be able to cover this, like the whole thing, because it's so much. And it's actually the Disney Investors Day and all the announcements. So the way I'm going to do it is what the highlights were for me okay so let's start with the mcu i feel the highlight for me when it came to the mcu was actually loki i thought it would have been uh falcon and the winter soldier but but not really i think the seeing owen wilson in the in the trailer and the fact that it's going to be very different and the story looks really interesting i actually want to know what's going on like it's loki going to be you know a hero question mark um it seems very very different now wandavision is also that trailer was amazing it was an amazing trailer and i wish i was i i was able to react to it but i didn't because i was busy at the time and i wasn't at home and i was like you know what i'll just watch it because i i just can't wait um, but I feel like those two were the main highlights of it. And I think it was because of the fact that I was actually able to visually see it, you know, um, but there are other projects. I think Ironheart is one I'm really excited for, you know, to see what's going on. And we also have Hawkeye, Haley Steinfeld, uh, confirmed as Kate Bishop. That is really exciting for me so i mean it's going to be great for the mcu when it comes to disney plus now star wars (laughs) let's talk about star wars um two things i'm really excited well three things i'm really excited for um ahsoka i feel like i mean i'll do an episode where i talk more about the mandalorian but i was that uh, that episode with Ahsoka was amazing. I don't know if this show is going to take place prior or post Mandalorian. Um, or during the Clone Wars. Or during Rebels. But, man. I'm so excited because Rosario Dawson did an amazing job. 
um, they need to kind of sort of work out their, you know, the physical fights, how they're going to do it. But I think they're going to be okay. They'll figure it out. It's Star Wars. Like, I don't think there's much to, um, to worry about here. Now, here's one that I'm actually really excited for. I don't know how to pronounce it. It is actually called the Acolyte, the Acolyte, which is actually um, a mystery thriller that will dive into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era, which is going to be kind of like 200 years before Phantom Menace. And that's all I wanted from Lucasfilm. That is all I wanted. I wanted, I've, I've been saying it on my Twitter account, but I've wanted Lucasfilm to step away from the Skywalker era, you know, hundreds of years prior or hundreds of years later. I just don't want to hear any connections <laughs> to Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. I just, I'm tired. I mean, I, I, The Mandalorian is amazing and so many projects I'm actually really, really excited for. But I feel like this one is like, finally, we're going to have a new story. We're going to have more lightsabers and we're going to kind of sort of know the history of the dark side and the light side, and the High Republic. I, I, want, I even want to see something, you know, from the Old Republic. So... That is another one that I'm actually really excited for. But nothing gets me more excited than the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Which is going to start filming this January. What? I'm actually pretty excited for that. And the fact that Hayden Christensen is going to be back. And not just that. Not just that. They're going to have a showdown. Darth Vader versus Kenobi. What? What? I am actually thrilled. In a way, I was kind of hoping to see either Hayden Christensen or um, Owen McGregor in Rise of Skywalker as Force Ghost trying to help Rey out in the finale. I was hoping for that. I was actually kind of sort of praying for that. But we didn't get it. And I, I was kind of disappointed. But that's okay. Um, But I'm actually really, really excited for that show. And even though it, it kind of worries me because there was a lot of problems going behind the scenes where it got delayed a lot. Um... I don't know, I think it was because of creative differences or something. But, you know, still. <laughs> it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, guys. And it's Owen McGregor. And it's Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. So, it's it's going to be awesome. I have no doubt, you know. Even with the Mandalorian drama that happened behind the scenes, they were kind of sort of able to not show it like you can watch the the show and have no idea what happened behind the scenes but um yeah Owen McGregor said that I was going to start off in 
Tatooine. And I don't know, like, just go from there. But it was going to start off in Tatooine, which is kind of nice. Um, But, yeah, uh, that is it. And I'm also for Disney. For the Disney side, I'm actually more excited for Disenchanted. (laughs) I know, it's random, right? Um, But I'm really excited for that. Uh, I know a lot of people love Enchanted, so I know a lot of people are actually excited for that, too. But yeah, I feel like this was a big, that was a big day for Disney Plus. And Disney Plus is, has amazing projects and they will succeed. I know that for a fact. So that is it for my very first podcast. I know it's going to be a little messy, but bear with me. I'm learning and, you know, I'll have plenty of stuff. Uh, to talk about in future episodes. There's one I've that, that I'm planning out that is going to be the same topic at one. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, thank you guys for joining. Please subscribe, follow, or whatever. <laughs> and I hope you guys have a lovely day. And I'll see you. Or, I don't know, you will hear me. I don't know how to... Um, do goodbyes. You know what? That's something I really need to work on. But I hope you guys have an awesome, possum day, and I'll see you on my next episode.